It's the story of an American held in a dark Venezuelan prison. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. I'm Becky Bruce. I spent a year working on Hope in Darkness, which now has more than 2 million downloads. Find it on kslpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Where KSL offers Utah deeper insights on the news. Host Boyd Matheson divides rage from reason and elevates the conversation on issues crucial to our community. On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. We have a whole lot of familiar headlines as we roll into the new year. Congress can't seem to get anything done. Senate gridlock threatens Biden agenda. Congress works, but little gets done. Those are the headlines we see over and over and over again. Those are a lot of the complaints uh, that we tend to make as well. But while lawmakers continue to blame the rules, like the filibuster or the 60-vote threshold for Congress, uh, Congress's lack of accomplishment, there is so much more that we need to rethink and get behind the headlines. Let's begin. Think you know the news of the day? Think again. Well, the headlines do continue to be the same in terms of gridlock in our nation's capital. Everyone seems to say the filibuster is the problem. Uh, remember, I have always said, if you are complaining about the rules or the referees, it's because you're losing. And we have seen this on both the Democratic and the Republican side as it relates to the filibuster. A Senate Majority Leader... Chuck Schumer spoke on the Senate floor this morning, and he tried a new way to blame the rules and the referees to get some changes uh, so that he can get some things passed in terms of the president's agenda. If Senate Republicans continue to abuse the filibuster to prevent this body from acting, then the Senate must adapt. The Senate always has. Robert C. Byrd, one of this chamber's great traditionalists, acknowledged that Senate rules that seemed appropriate in the past, quote, must be changed to reflect changed circumstances. Boy, oh boy, do we have changed circumstances now with this abandonment of voting rights by the Republican Party. As times change and circumstances evolve, the Senate must follow the suit of changed circumstances when necessary. So we're going to work towards that goal in the coming weeks. All right, so that was a, again, I don't care where you fall politically, this was a political move uh, by Senator Schumer. So I want, I want to point out to you what he said there. He went from talking about the filibuster and that we need to get rid of that and things have changed, and then all of a sudden he was talking about voter rights. Uh, those two things must be kept separate. The fact that he's even threatening the filibuster to nuke uh, nuke the filibuster over the voting rights. Again, those are separate issues. Those are two separate things that have to take place. So he doubled down on that. Senator, Senator Schumer uh, asked, you know, why the states can pass voting legislations with simple majority, but Congress can't. I ask my colleagues to consider this question. If the right to vote is the cornerstone of our democracy, then how can we Democrats permit a situation which Republicans can pass voter suppression laws at the state level with only a simple majority vote, but not allow the United States Senate to do the same? 
So, so one, just as we go through this week in the next couple of weeks, as this is front and center, uh, this will be the headline for many days now. I just want you to make sure as you're listening, make sure you separate things that need to be separated. The filibuster rule is not tied to voter rights in any way, shape, or form. So don't buy into the politics of that, whether you're on the left or you're on the right. Uh, Both sides will use this for a lot of fundraising, and they're going to conflate all of these things. They're going to conflate the president's agenda, voter rights, January 6th, and the filibuster. They're mushing them all together into one big uh, palooza that they can use to raise money and position politically for the 2022 midterms. So we have to reject that part of the program. But let's dig into just the filibuster side of the program. That's a debate we can have. That's a conversation for sure. And you have to remember, though, this is one of those things that often flips back and forth depending on who is in power. So we need to to go back to Senator Schumer now. Um, Let's go back to 2005, Senator Chuck Schumer. He was uh, in the minority and... uh, No, excuse me, he was in the majority. And so he spoke passionately on the Senate floor that it would be absolutely doomsday for democracy if the filibuster were to be eliminated. The ideologues in the Senate want to turn what the founding fathers called the cooling saucer of democracy into the rubber stamp of dictatorship. We will not let them... They want, because they can't get their way on every judge, to change the rules in midstream, to wash away 200 years of history. They want to make this country into a banana republic, where if you don't get your way, you change the rules. Are we going to let them? No! It'll be a doomsday for democracy if we do. Okay, so if you compare Senator Chuck Schumer from this morning on the floor of the United States Senate to his speech in 2005, uh, those are polar opposites. One saying we have to change and we have to eliminate the filibuster. And the other saying eliminating the filibuster would be doomsday for democracy. So while we go down this debate, again, we're talking about the rules. And remember, if you're complaining about the rules, it's probably because you're losing Uh, So now I want to jump forward a little bit. Now let's jump forward to 2017, Senator Chuck Schumer, uh, defending, defending the Democrats using the filibuster to block confirmation of now Supreme Court Justice Neil Gorsuch. When a nominee doesn't get 60 votes, you shouldn't change the rules. You should change the nominee. Okay, so so actually, I think I agree with Chuck Schumer there. that if you do not get your way, whether that's on a nominee or whether that's on a piece of legislation, uh, you should not change the rules. You should change either the nominee or the piece of legislation. That's how it's supposed to work. It's supposed to take 60 votes for a reason. This is a feature, not a flaw uh, in the Constitution and the rules of the United States Senate. Uh, Now, there are rules in the Senate that change over time, and that's fine. You can evolve and do that. But to do that, You need two-thirds majority to change the rule. 
So so now what we're literally experiencing is we're changing the rules. We're breaking the rules to change the rules. That's kind of the uh, thing of the last decade is you break the rule, then you change the rule, uh, and then you have a new rule. And that's that's what has been happening. So for Senator Schumer uh, to be in that spot, and again, we can play sound from uh, Mitch McConnell and others on the Republican side who have gone back and forth. Uh, in fact, we even have, uh, I think we had a little bit from, uh, do we have some from President? No, I think we lost that one. Um, there was some sound interesting about uh, President Trump talking about getting rid of the filibuster because it was getting in the way of his agenda. So the important thing to remember with the filibuster is it is there to protect the minority rights in the Senate. Uh, it's not about obstruction. Uh, has it been used for obstruction? Of, of course. But the real purpose is to function within the Senate in a way that requires people to come together. Uh, and they used to do that. Uh, and not in a, uh, hey, let's look back at the good old days. But we've actually changed what happens and what we expect out of leaders in the Senate, uh, which is why I think Senator uh, Joe Manchin has been very reluctant. I don't think uh, if if Senator Schumer brought this to the floor today, uh, I don't think he would get 50 votes. I don't think he would get 47 votes uh, because between Joe Manchin, uh, Senator Sinema from Arizona, and I think uh, even Senator uh, Angus King uh, from Maine, I think, would also vote against it. Uh, I don't think they would get to 50, let alone get two thirds to change a rule. Uh, they're just they're just not there. And uh, in fact, uh, Senator Manchin today uh, said that that's just a uh, a big old heavy lift. Well, I've always been for rules being done the way we've always done two thirds of the uh, members voting. And uh, any way you can do a rules change to where everyone's involved. And basically, that's a rule that usually will stay. Uh, that's what we should be pursuing. But, you know, uh, we're still ongoing conversations as far as on voting, because I think that bedrock of democracy is making sure that you're able to cast a vote if you're if you're legal of age and the United States citizen should be able to cast the vote and it should be counted accurately. So we're talking about those things there. So again, separating the two issues there, voting rights and the filibuster are not connected. Those are not linked. They're being used as a threat if we can't pass voter uh, legislation, uh, then the Senate senator from new york wants to uh, end the filibuster so that's a threat that is not a process piece uh, and so we need to reject that as voters again regardless of what side of the aisle you're on uh, we have to have a different kind of conversation and as i mentioned this really has a lot to do with the way the senate has been changed over the years not in terms of how it's supposed to work but in the way the politics has changed the definition of a majority leader what their job is We're going to stay with the conversation. Stick with us. There's been some interesting changes, and we're going to talk about it coming up next. Think again with Lloyd Matheson on KSL News Radio. A stranger with a gun came upon two teens taking pictures under a rising full moon. But violence is only the beginning of this story. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are. And this is a big one. I'm Amy Donaldson, and I've spent my career talking about how lives are undone by violence. The Letter is a podcast about how lives are remade. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts.